I'm Aaron Sanders. I'm Sam Mitchell. I'm BJ Yoho. And, and this, this is, is Thundercast. Well, boys, it's the final episode. Woo! Yeah. Final episode of Thundercast that will feature us. It truly is an end of an era. Yes, it is an end of an era. Now time for a new beginning. Yeah. What I learned in Media Club, I'm going to be taking a lot of that with me when I go to Ivy Tech this fall, and hopefully by next year I'll be at IU for the film school. So hopefully I'm finally at IU and I get a degree in filming and I'm out making movies. Uh, I'll be taking a lot of the skills that I learned here to use them to better my directing style and maybe screenwriting style as well is wherever I'm at making movies. I know Media Club, the skills I learned here will really help me out big time. I think that's kind of why I fell in love with Media Club at first sense because it had a lot to do with what I was wanting to do. Yes, sir. It didn't be. Let me ask you, though, what are some of the skills you learned? Communicating, definitely, with asking people questions in interviews, like asking the right questions, and really just befriending the person you're talking to. Because when you are interviewing somebody, the best way to interview them is treat it like it's not a true interview. Treat it as if you are walking around Walmart one day and you run into them and you get in track conversation. That's the best way to interview somebody. So it really taught me a lot about how to really talk to somebody in a sense of honesty. Like you honestly, genuinely want to have a conversation with them. If you come on to any interview or anything that involves talking to somebody, if somebody can tell that you are not interested in what the other person is talking about, that's going to shut them down instantly. And so I feel like Media Club has really taught me how to be honest when I talk to somebody else and to be honest when I'm saying things and make it feel genuine. How about you, Aaron? Certainly before uh, I started Media Club, I would have looked at like an a wave file open in Audacity, and I would have like stared at it and then closed Audacity and gone and done something else. I don't think I would have been able to do anything with that. So now I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm okay with it. I'm okay at it I'm okay at editing audio in Audacity. And it's 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 sort of it's more natural to me, I suppose. And then all the stuff I've learned about like video editing. I mean, video editing software is scary. It's like Audacity, but bigger, I suppose. It's like you've got you've got the audio and the video, and then you've got B-roll, and you've got all this other stuff. And with visual stuff, there's also people are more likely to perceive mistakes, I suppose, when they're looking at something than when they're hearing it. Like, say, like with a podcast, you don't really notice the, the quality of the audio in a podcast. But if you're looking at a video, it's very it's very um out of focus, and there's pixels everywhere, and it was very clearly, like, shot on an old iPhone. You're going to notice that. Setting up a camera, that is also something I've learned a lot about, at least the, the type of cameras that we have here. Sam, what about you? I would say for me, I would learn, I definitely learn all the skills to edit, get rid of ums, spaces, you know, stuff I wouldn't notice beforehand. But I'm glad that I got you that. And we get to do now these new podcasts, like I'm doing my Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast that's going on right now. And I'm trying to make that and grow that bigger. Sam, out of all the episodes that you did, 
Which one is your favorite? Special education. And let me explain why. This school, honestly, this school, this school is a good school, and it always will. But one of the biggest things that this school is excellent with, and knowing you because you have a display, I won't say what it is. Uh, I don't mind. It's oh, okay. it's fine. A bit fit up, and you're in a wheelchair. And this school, you gotta admit, accommodates to your needs really well. And I have autism. It's high function autism. This school understands the system of disabilities. Like they understand your IEPs, conversations, like what accommodations you get. They understand how it works, and they don't judge you on it for it really. I'll agree with you there. Out of all the schools that that come to my mind, I feel like Eastern is the best because, like you said, there's no judgments here. Everybody feels included no matter what. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect, but no system is perfect. But I feel like what we got makes us the best. My favorite episode, let's see. I definitely remember in my first episode I ever did where I interviewed Mr. Zapata, I held the record for longest episode. I kid you not. Zapata and I talked for, for an hour, and I don't know if you guys knew this, but my first episode with Zapata, I had Scott sitting next to me in that interview, and he's helping me out and stuff, and I just see him, I look over at about the 50-minute mark, and I look over, and he's tapping his watch and kind of wording with his hands, wrap it up, and I'm thinking, oh, shoot, and I look at the clock, and I go, oh, wow, I didn't think we were talking that long. So we were able to wrap it up there. Uh, I had a lot of fun with Mishka Zapata, but I feel like out of all the episodes that I've done, my favorite one would be with uh, Mr. Mike Black, who is over the online classes. He, he doesn't teach them. He just stands in there and makes sure everybody's got what they need and what they need to do. I feel like out of all the episodes that I've personally done i feel like that one embodies the spirit of what thundercast is trying to be because it, it really brought to light a lot of factors that a lot of us don't really think about when we come to school every day we look at our peers and our colleagues and we don't really think too much about them but mr black he was sitting there telling me all about his life story and finally in my head i'm like okay some of this has got to be made up but it's not made up he was telling the absolute honest truth. So many things had truly happened in his life, and I sat here, I was sitting here just enjoying all the stuff he was telling me that he had done in his life. He used to teach Chinese over in California, and before that, he used to be in the U.S. Army. Like, he was doing a lot of crazy things in his life. So I feel like Thundercasket's purpose is trying to shed light on the people of Eastern Green and bring it to a new perspective and learn about something or someone that you've never learned about before. And that really embodied that goal because I was learning so many interesting and fascinating things about Mr. Black. So that's definitely by far my favorite episode that I've done in personally. Aaron, what about you? What's your favorite episode that you've done? Oh, I don't know. I've done so many. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you hold the record. The only solo one I've ever done was Mrs. Wolfger. And really, I had been planning that one since Scott first started badgering me about doing a podcast episode. So I was like, I'll do I'll do Mrs. Wolfger because I, I wanted to do the counselors because I was a big, I'm a big advocate for mental health and such. And so I thought, hey, I'll, I'll do the counselors. I ended up doing one of them. But I mean, I suppose it was cool. I feel like I got everything. I, I, I got a lot. Aaron, you were by far the senior member of a media club. You were part of Media Club since your freshman year, and Sam and I came along in our sophomore years. 
So that makes you our uh, longest-serving member. Yeah, you've only recorded one solo episode. Why is that? A lot of the episodes when we were all just starting out, you, me, Sam, I edited uh, like a lot of the first ones. And then, I don't know, I just, I was not big on the idea of talking in a podcast. So I mainly did like learning how to do video and stuff and helping plan stuff and editing audio whenever I was needed. You've definitely been a big help with it. Thank you. What do you think would be your favorite thing that you've edited in Media Club overall? One that nobody really heard. We made the entry for the NPR podcast contest. There were a lot of great moments while we were, while we were editing that. There were like some long nights during that editing process because that one was really long. And then on the final night, we had like two whole different things to do that night. And it was like eight o'clock by the time we got finished. And I remember um, during the editing, me and Chloe were there editing sound file and we had finally like had an epiphany and figured out how to make it sound like an echo. And I remember the just gigantic like sigh of relief that came from both of us uh, as we figured that out. It was really great. That one was good. Those were definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, COVID really took us out really good. Yeah, yeah that was a real bummer. Whole, yeah. whole like last semester of the school year gone. Mm-hmm. It felt weird too because the juniors of when we were juniors last year, a lot of us were just happy to be gone because junior year is by, was by far the toughest year of the four high school years, or at least in my opinion. But definitely for the previous high school seniors, it didn't feel as bittersweet or didn't have as much closure as it should have. But it's just one of those that it happened, and there's no, nothing really we can do about it now. All we can do now is make sure that the future is better because we can't change the past no matter what what we try to do we can make amends for it we can make the feeling better we just can't change what actually happened so definitely i feel like we just need to keep going forward especially with everything that's happened you know for the past four years media club has been full of accomplishments i mean we just keep on winning right oh yeah definitely all the skills that i have gotten from it because now with me wanting to go make movies and work for different film studios. I always knew that it was going to be tough, but I never knew it'd be this tough. So I never realized, okay, I got to worry about scheduling. I got to worry about actually getting the people, like actors or media clubs case, people to interview and working out the scheduling. A lot of people might not know this, but a lot of my episodes had to be either pushed back or the date had to be changed in some form because something would always keep coming up. And... I always kind of had like a tough time with that. I always kind of felt like, well, dang, I'm not getting out in time. I must be doing something wrong. But it was actually Media Club's head, Scott Carmichael always says, um, something just happened. And it's nobody's fault. It just happens sometimes. And I've definitely gotten, I feel like that's an accomplishment too, because that's an important lesson to learn. Just because something bad happens doesn't mean there's somebody to blame for it. Yeah, I would say so. For sure. I mean, sometimes things come up, pop up in your life that you never meant to happen. You know, I got to bring this up. We have interviewed almost everybody who works here. I mean, I had Mr. Zapata, Mr. Black. I've had a couple students. Sam, you had the custodians and even the student teachers. Aaron, you had Mrs. Wolfger. And that's definitely not even close to the amount of people that we've really had. But there's one person... One person that we have not talked to yet. We need to talk to the one man who is the most important part of Media Club. You all know who I'm talking about, right? 
Let's welcome the main man. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Scott Carmichael. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you guys today? We're all right. I'm On tired. your last episode it of Thundercast. It feels weird. Does it? Yes. I'm, I'm crying Why? right now internally. Why does it feel weird? I don't know, because I kind of assumed that next week would be our final one. It's because I'm always used to the last day being on Friday. So it was kind of expected when we came in here and you said, well, it's our last media club uh, meeting. So it definitely kind of feels weird. And I really fell in love with this uh, club. And it's just going to feel weird not coming every Friday. Well, that's awesome. Why well, got you to start teaching high schoolers with media club, dude? Okay, you, you want the real story? Yes, sir. So a few years back, the then superintendent, Mr. Bechtold, um, had been approached by a company to uh, make a promotional video. And he showed it to me, and I said, you know, that's really nice, but I think I can do that for the school at no charge. So he said, well, think about it. So I went home and thought about it. And, you know, the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know, it is a school, so why don't I get students involved in making this video? So I, we did a call out for the media club and there was one kid in there reed hudson who really didn't show a lot of interest in doing video work for this promotional video the other kids did so i thought about it and at the time mr bechtold was um doing a podcast with an outside company for the school and i said well there's really no need for us to be using an outside company why don't the kids do it? I've got a kid who wants to do something but that's not video-related, so we came up with the idea of doing a podcast in-house, and that's how Thundercast was born. It was born as the media club's outlet to the world of podcasting. If you had to guess in years, how old would it be? I don't know. What season is this? I think this is four. Okay, there you go, Sam. Four, four years. Yeah, yeah and we've had listeners all over the world, believe it or not. Definitely showing a lot more interest in Eastern Green. So, Scott, how did you get into media production? Funny enough, in sixth grade, I went to on a field trip to the Shrine Circus over in Terre Haute. And on the way back, we stopped at Channel 2 WTWO to take a tour. And it was just kind of one of those moments in my life that when I walked into the studio and I looked around, I'm like, this is what I want to do. So I started learning everything I can, and when I was in high school here at Eastern, I was a student manager, and I would deal with the officials and referees for the basketball games, and one of them just happened to work at the public television station in Bloomington, and we would get talking before and after the game. He asked me what I wanted to do, and I told him I work in television, and so my senior year of high school, he invited me out one Saturday. It was in March to work on the Great American Readathon program they were doing. It was a 12-hour reading marathon. I went there for like an hour just to watch, and I ended up spending the whole day there, and I got hired on the spot, and I've been working off and on there. Gosh, that was in 1990. So that tells you how long I've been in the business, and I've worked all over. I've worked for different networks. I've traveled doing media production, but I, I, I still like to come back, and, uh, you know, I love teaching. I also happen to teach at IU in the media school, So, and I've been teaching there since 1997, I believe. But believe it or not, I think I enjoy teaching here in the media club more than pretty much anything else I do outside of work. You said you were into media since sixth grade, right? Mm-hmm. What do you love most about it? 
It's my way of creating visual art. All right. Now, I'm going to ask questions for you all. Okay, so I want to know from each of you what you have learned about yourself from Media Club. I think I learned how much I really do love media. I, I always loved media, but I never really thought about being like a film director until my eighth grade year of school. And when I came into Media Club, I really learned a lot about how much I truly did love it and what I needed to do to get to the point where I can make movies. So definitely I feel I have learned that I truly do love it and this is what I truly want to do. I would probably say to take more time with stuff and not rush things in life because typically when I'm the type of guy I like to get it done, like with a snap of my fingers, like when I work, it's like get it done. Not for a bad grade, but still take time. It's like if it's wrong, it's wrong. Like there's my breaking point. I also guess like maybe not have as much limits. Open it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go to the breaking point, so don't snap. Before I came to Media Club, uh, I didn't really have any direction. I was a freshman, you know, so that's that's kind of acceptable. But by 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 the time you get to high school, you want to have like some idea of what you want to do. So I guess you know when I when I had come to Media Club, I I, I heard the announcement uh, about the call out meeting, and I thought you know I I'm not doing anything else, you know. I'd always wanted to be creative in some way. I'm not very good at art. Uh, I never have been. It's really just stick figures for me. But in that year, I remember I had started, like, sort of, I, I have, like, a, a photo editor on my phone that's a little bit more advanced than, like, an Instagram photo editor. It's, like, it's got the filters and everything. But you can also, like, add photos. Like, you can layer stuff. And it's just, you know, it's a little bit more than the regular one. And so I had, I had started doing that. And really, I was just making stupid memes. And I thought, hey, what's the uh, making making videos? That's probably similar. And I heard the announcement. I was like, okay. And so I um I came here and I learned how to like edit audio and edit video and all sorts of stuff. Like I um I can set up a camera on a tripod now. I could not do that before. Granted, I'm a little rusty. Uh, every time I do it, I have to like get some sort of instruction. But I mean, I'm I can do it. Um, and so I mean, that's really. I guess I've learned sort of what I want to do with my life now. Yeah. Well, guys, I have to say, you know, the last four years, it's it's really been fun seeing you guys grow. The changes I've seen in you all, it's been pretty amazing. the changes? For all of you, um, focus and maturity. You know, you came in just wanting to do creative things. You had no idea what. Now I see in when you're preparing the episodes, when you're writing the questions, I see a definite change in you know what you want to do, and you're doing a lot more mature work. You're really doing professional-level work, and and you didn't have that when you first came in because you had no idea what this was about. You know, you'd never done anything like this, and now I see you really focused, and you, you guys are doing a fantastic job. And think about this. You're just in high school doing this. A lot of kids don't learn this until they're upper levels of college, you know, and you're so far ahead of the curve. Yes, like you said, we're nerds, right? Yep, (laughs) yep. Nothing wrong with being a nerd. All righty, cool. Thank you so much, Scott, for that. We've now done it. We've interviewed everyone. (laughs) Or the people we wanted, at least. Yes, we've done it. Okay, so everyone out there, 
just because Sam, Aaron, and I are graduating doesn't mean Thundercast is going anywhere. We think it's time to pass the torch to the next generation. And the next generation is represented by Josie Wolfger. I'm very honored. Thank you. All right. It's time to pass the fire torch. Here. Be careful. It's Thank on you. fire. Yeah. Ow. Burns. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. What'd you set it to? A thousand degrees? Yeah. It's blue fire. Hottest fire. <laughs> oh, did you get gloves, Josie? No, I forgot them. I think we need to give Josie some of the biggest advice to carrying Media Club into the next couple years. So I'll start. The biggest advice I can give you is just to have fun. If you think too much about it and you think too hard, it's going to take the fun away. Yeah, take it seriously because when you take it seriously, that's when it turns out good. But don't lose the fun in it because that's what this is. It's having fun and growing together as more than just friends, how me, Sam, and Aaron have grown together. So definitely have fun with it. Yeah, well, already in the short time that I've been here, you know, I joined this year. Um, you've already taught me so much. Like, um, Scott's been a big help for me, too. But um, it, especially being with you, you and working on the green room recently and, and Sam and Aaron, like, talking to all of you, you have taught me a lot. I'm so excited um, to see where this goes. And, yeah, thank you for the advice. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of all of this. And definitely, I also have to say, break the mold a little bit, too. With our previous Christmas special, something like that is not normal for Thundercast. I mean, that episode, we had written a script. We had gotten students and staff at Eastern Green to voice characters. And we had added sound effects, and we played it as like as if it was like a mini-movie, but in a podcast form. That was something that Thundercast had never done before. Break the mold. What has already been established with Thundercast, definitely, that's awesome and cool but get creative do your own thing too with it if you have a cool idea run it by scott and go with it yeah well that's that's a really good piece of advice you know um i think with green room this has already been like a really cool experience and we've all kind of brought this into light and thought about it and like watching you guys and hearing about all the things you've done it's very it's inspiring and i'm really looking forward to seeing you know, what happens with this and what we can make out of it. And I will work to break the mold, BJ, I promise. Yes. <laughs> My advice probably would be to find a group, find a really good group. I don't know. I, I've i seen every single generation of Thundercast all working together at some point, at least. I mean, I've been a part of most of them now, but I've seen people, like, come and go. And, you know, it's it's always been... Something that's been really fun. And, you know, everyone, everyone's always had, like, a charismatic sort of bond. I can't uh, even remember how many j inside jokes the, the Media Club has had. But it greatly improves your time in, in Media Club, I suppose. If you have a group of people who are both passionate about what you're doing and also very funny and good friends. I think that's also a really good piece of advice. And, you know, just sitting here and watching you guys, like talk about you know um the years you've been here and just so like mindlessly have this flowing conversation it's really cool and I think it is I think it does help a lot you know being around people that are very interested and passionate about media club so I will definitely work on finding my group of people thank you and definitely too with whatever's going on outside and when you come into media club with everybody else who's working with it too this really offers a safe place, but it also 
kind of offers a place to put aside anything that could divide and bring everyone together in a more uh, traditional and professional sense. This was all media club is a safe place. Scott always made that very clear. It's a safe place to where you can come and be yourself, but it also is a place that will bring everybody together. I know before media club, me, Sam and Aaron were really good friends, but I don't think we've ever been this close before. So it really brought us together. So definitely. Yeah. I'd look for that. Yeah. You know, already I've only been here for, you know, um, about half the school year this year, but, um, I've already worked a lot with you guys, you know, with um, producing our green room. I'm talking about that a lot, but, you know, thinking in a creative mindset with everybody and discussing these ideas and, you know, new projects. It's it's been really cool and it's helped me a lot. And yeah, I've already I think I've grown already pretty close to you guys just from that. So I will definitely work on that. Thank you. All righty. Well, okay. well, Josie, thank you so much. And we're so excited to see where you take Thundercast going forward. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I've already been learning from the best. So I'll try to live up to how well you guys did. You guys did really well. I think Thundercast is in really good hands. Yeah, thank you very much. I've listened to some of the stuff that you guys have done, you know, with your interviews and stuff. It's it's really cool, and it's taught me a lot. So I will definitely keep learning and keep growing, and we'll see where that takes everything. Thank you. Let's check off the boxes. We talked to Scott. We passed the torch. All we got to do now is say our final goodbyes. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, Thundercast. Goodbye, Media Club. Goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, BJ. Goodbye, Sam. Goodbye, Josie. Goodbye, everyone. And in the words of Maria Von Trapp from The Sound of Music, so long, farewell, I bid you an adieu. So with that, for the final time, thank you so much for joining us today on Thundercast. I'm BJ. I'm Sam Mitchell. Enjoy yourselves. I'm Aaron Sanders. And this has been Thundercast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode coming very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast at egreen.k12.in.us. You can subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission. All rights reserved.